the irony of this episode is that it's an idea I've had for over a year and I just haven't recorded the message yet for you. It was inspired by a conversation I had with one of my dear friends and clients last year when we were talking about doing something like hot potato with the inspiration that you get, like doing something, creating something, putting it into some form as close as you can to the moment when you get the inspiration. So really both sides know that this is not something that I always do. I mean, come on, I have notebooks and docs full of ideas that have just been circling the airport waiting for me to land. But I want to share this metaphor with you anyway, so that it's sticky in your brain and can help you see the value in actually doing something with your inspiration as soon as you can, when you can. And the theme, the metaphor, it's Krispy Kreme content. Meaning, if you've ever been to a Krispy Kreme donut shop, or driven past one, they have like a light up sign out, neon sign outside that says hot and fresh or hot and ready. Oh my gosh, I should have Googled that before I hit record. Anyway, but they have a sign out there to let you know that we've got some yummy donuts fresh off the conveyor belt if you want to swing on through. You know, fun fact, I didn't think just by looking at them that I would I would like Krispy Kreme donuts. I really love Shipley donuts. Here in Texas, we have Shipley donuts, and I love the flaky glazed. So I wasn't really drawn to the shininess of Krispy Kreme, but wow, went to college. Turns out, you know, they had Krispy Kreme up in Fort Worth, Texas, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And the thing is, even if you don't get them hot and fresh, or if you take some home with you, they would have on the box, I'm pretty sure it said eight seconds. Like if you wanted to reheat it and try to create that hot and fresh vibe and taste experience, then you could put it in the microwave, your donut in the microwave for eight seconds. But even then, it's still not the same as really, truly hot and fresh, like right from the jump. So this is just a fun way to think about your content, your ideas, your inspiration, whether it's your message or maybe you're an artist, whatever your creative process is. How can you remove the resistance to actually doing something with it? Not just putting it into your sleepy ideas doc and then just letting letting them nap. And again, that's okay. I've done that. I I do it. But there's just some undeniable magic to a quick execution of putting something out there. Even if it was just a message to a friend to be like, hey, what do you think about this? I was just thinking blah, blah, blah. Like doing something that involves at least one other human so that you have a feedback loop while you're in that buzziness of having that initial idea. There's something to it because I have so many podcasts and message ideas and things that I'd love to do and create. But whenever I go back and kind of scroll through all the ideas, some of them, it's like, what? What was I even talking about? I don't even remember it. And honestly, I do trust that whatever it is I'm meant to say, you know, that I I trust that's going to come out when it needs to come out. It's not a scarcity urgency situation where it's like, I have to record that message or I never will, or I have to record it now. Or if I record it a month or a year from now, it's going to not resonate with anyone. I don't believe that. I do not believe that because actually that was part of my big excuse in resisting batching I mean, I still don't really batch. I say that. I've just recorded like three episodes sitting here on my couch. But I don't love to batch naturally. And part of my thing was 
like, no, because I want it to all be in real time or else it's not going to resonate as much. But I proved that wrong because I batched some podcast episodes when I was pregnant. I didn't put them out there until Noe was already here. I did some videos also when I, I guess I was batching a lot when I was pregnant. I did some batch, some videos when I was pregnant with Deacon and I would put them out and without fail, it resonates with whoever it's meant to resonate with whenever it gets out there, even if it was recorded months or years earlier. I mean, people just recently, I got a message last night from a first time mom who was just falling down the nabbit, nabbit, naptime empire's rabbit hole, listening to podcasts that I've recorded years ago and they were resonating with her, which is beautiful. So I do absolutely have faith in the right time, right moment, and people will find it when they need it. I'm just saying I have more fun for me, I get more pleasure out of the recording process when it's hot and fresh Krispy Kreme content, and you might as well. And so if that's the case and you want to play with experimenting with that, then I just suggest getting clear on what is your path of least resistance when it comes to publishing. Again, if we're thinking about if you have a digital information service-based business and you're posting on social media or you're writing emails or whatever it is that you're doing, where is it easiest for you to share something quickly and easily? Is it Instagram stories? Is it the Voxer-based podcast that you're about to start? Mm-hmm. I might have something for you on that note, by the way. Um, is it posting in a Facebook group? Is it writing an email? Wherever it's most natural for you to start, just make sure you, you plan ahead right now in this moment so that you're like, okay, Krispy Kreme content as soon as I get that idea, I'm just going to jump on over there before I have a chance to overthink it and put it, bottle it in a cute little mason jar and put it on my shelf for later. And just see if it's more fun for you to create it that way. Because think about it. If it's more fun for you to create it that way, then you are more likely to create it and do it over and over and over and over again. And guess what happens when you do it over and over and over again? More people get to know you, more people get to see and experience you, more people are going to be curious how they can work with you and how they can play in your world. Bonus! Also, you're leaving all these beautiful breadcrumbs about who you are, what interests you, what inspires you, what you're curious about, what's been helpful from that client call that you were just on. And we can only benefit from that. So play with this idea of Krispy Kreme content. If it sparks you to record or publish something, tag me in it. Let me know if this was helpful. Take the screenshot while you're thinking about it. This could be your first piece of Krispy Kreme content. I see lots of donut emojis in our future. All right, now I'm hungry. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, technically that was the end of the episode, but since you're still here, one, I'd love to thank you for spending part of your day with me, and two, I'd love to ask you if you would take 30 seconds, maybe 60, to leave a rating and review in your podcast app before you tap out today. If you've already done that, it's amazing. Please send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally and know that sharing this episode with a friend has the same magical powers and I deeply appreciate both. Also, in case you're listening to the end to see if I ever actually introduce myself. Hi, my name is Nikki Elledge Brown. I'm the host and author of Naptime Empires and this here on Her Terms podcast. You can find me around the internet at Nikki Elledge Brown in most places, but what you may appreciate most is actually over at onherterms.com. It's what I call the insider library. It's where you can get inside scoop, first listen rights, email updates every time there's a new episode, and then special insider-only bonus content. It's all over in our private feed. Okay, that's a wrap for real. I'll meet you in the next episode.